Good day all. This is Apostle Thompson from Benin Republic. Here to share the word of the Lord with you again. <clears throat> this is part three of this expose on the New World Order concerning technology, viruses, and the church. And today, we're going to connect, I mean, we're going to talk about the technology connection. Uh, How does the previous two parts relate to technology? And because part one, we talked about science versus revelation knowledge. In part two, we talked about origin of viruses and plagues. And today, we want to consider the connection with technology with all of these. Now, human beings love technology because it helps us to know. And remember that the temptation in the Garden of Eden that got man to originally sin was the temptation to know. So it is not surprising that as we gradually step into the last lap of this appointed time of the end, technology is helping us to satisfy humanity's craving to the point where we don't need God on a daily basis. Again, we have had three pandemics in the last 420 years. And it has been debated that each of those pandemics were associated with human technological advances. The first, as stated in the previous chapter, was in 1918, that the Spanish flu pandemic. It occurred six months after the installation of radio waves, thereby globally increasing the electrification of our universe and causing numerous deaths across the globe. Now, just after the Second World War, about 1,000 satellites were installed in the Van Alley Belt, Van Allen Belt, to flag off the second radio system implementation of the world. And you guess it, six months later, another pandemic broke out and a lot of people died. 1968, we also had what they call the Hong Flu, I mean, Hong Kong Flu. And this one too came after satellites have been shot to penetrate into the cosmic, far beyond what had ever been done before in human history. So this increased electrification of the art. And uh, we have had another flu that killed several thousand. As is ongoing right now. So when the scripture warned in Daniel chapter 12, verse 14, that, but you, O Daniel, shut up the words 
and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, knowledge shall increase. It is pertinent that we understand that this was not necessarily talking about an increase in revelation knowledge, but rather of an increasing level of sense knowledge. It's talking about the instrument of logic over the world. And this had been on the rise around the world since the age of reason started in the 18th century. For example, the reason why there are less prayers said in developed countries of Asia and America and Europe today than the ones that are said in Africa and other undeveloped societies because of the former scientific advances. I mean, the more technologically a society advances, the less it relies on God, as we can observe from countries in, like China, Japan, and the Western democracies. Technology renders man lazy to seek God. So if you meet anyone from the developed world who really loves and serves God, be sure that that kind of a person is not faking it. It means that he or she have had a genuine encounter with God and is thus a disciplined believer because in most cases they're not. Public services work effectively for them in developed nations. But here in Africa, it's either that you believe in God or that you don't. Because there is no responsible civil authority that you can go and make petitions to to redress in cases of electricity or public utility breakdown in a few places where those utilities are even available. Instead, what we do in Africa is that we fast and we pray until such utilities are supernaturally restored or somehow government remembers to repair them. When we are sick, we must believe in the healing powers of God or we will die because there is no money for hospital treatments most of the time. When advanced nations, prayers are the last option rather than the first. For a sick person they rather think of hospital insurance that help offset hospital bills their houses mostly are by mortgages they have public loans available for school in etc but here in africa we have only prayers for practically everything why we in africa sing blessed assurance jesus is mine they in the developed society sing blessed insurance this government is mine. Technology has helped man to dominate his society, making man to be like a demigod. And the primary reason why a true Christian should beware of the much touted worldwide artificial intelligence revolution come 5G internet upgrade is because more than at any point in human history, this is the technology that will make the world conformable to the one world antichrist system to connect the whole world in a way that has never been done before we will practically return to the provada i mean provaba uh, tower of babel that era where the mind of the thinking of man is united as one and where political authority is centralized this is contrary to what the Bible said in Acts 17, verse 26. 
and he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined the pre-appointed times and boundaries of their dwellings we will become a global village centrally controlled with the aid of technology and there will be no distinct boundaries from genesis it is obvious that god did not want man to be a unified kindred but that we should have a distinct differences but with this new technology man is attempting to remove the distinctions in order to forge a common brotherhood this has always been the devil's desire and it is in fact the primary reason why an antichrist will come to impose his will on humanity the second reason why any true believer will be wary of this new technology and be distrustful of all the government prepared explanation for the plague in this era is because the same report by Jeffrey K. Tabubaja of the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology, Rockville, in Maryland, U.S., and his colleague David M. Maureen of the National Institute of Health in Barcelona, Maryland, USA, that are already cited in the previous tape, also concluded that here is virus sequence data now suggests that the entire 1918 virus was novel to humans shortly before 1918 and that it was not a resultant virus produced from old existing strains that acquired one or more new genes such as those causing the 1957 and 1968 pandemic which combined kill about two million people respectively rather on the contrary the 1918 virus appears to be an avian like influenza virus derived in total from an unknown source as its eight genome segments are substantially different from contemporary avian influenza genes influenza virus gene sequences from a number of fixed spectrums of wild birds collected around 1918 showed little difference from avian viruses isolated today, indicating that avian viruses likely undergo little antigenic change in their natural host, even over long periods. So what does this mean in simple English? In other words, is saying that that virus of 1918 does not have the characteristics of previously known virus before then. Just like this ongoing Corona-19 virus, and unlike the virus outbreaks in between 1918 and 1920, which were mutations of an animal virus that adapted into a form that can spread among human beings. The 1889 worldwide plague, which killed about one million people in its wake and was tagged the deadliest in the 19th century, which spread quickly over Europe, was reported to have begun 
between November and December 1889 in Constantinople. It moved to St. Petersburg, where it received the name the Russian influencer. In a matter of weeks, it has spread across Europe, aided no doubt by the network of railroad transportation that was available then. And living in its growing in its wake, a growing toll of dead people in Berlin, in Brussels, in Lisbon, in London, in Paris, in Prague, in Vienna, and other cities, and not sparing top European leaders who also fell ill. I mean, prime ministers and kings were falling ill at this time. Then the larger, faster steamships prevalent then also increased the odds that infected travelers arrived from across the Antarctic so that New York and other East Coast port cities became the earliest United States localities who reported suspected cases of that flu before the network of railroads in America also helped the disease to spread inland, just as it did in Europe. So that the postum began to begin to come from Chicago, Detroit, Denver, Kansas City, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and other US cities of the devastation that this influencer was causing, causing around the place. Some modern historians and epidemiologists they now believe that that 1889 pandemic might actually have been caused by a coronavirus, much like today's SARS-CoV-2, which jumped from cows rather than bats to man. Interestingly, again, the 1889 pandemic recorded a higher level of effect on the central nervous system than was the case with other flu outbreaks, such as loss of sense of taste and smell, suffering from brain swelling, an immune system attack, just as is noticeable in today's COVID-19 outbreaks. Note again, the 2018 Asia flu also joins species from animal to human being. It mutates into two, the US and the Australian strains, but did not transfer from man to man. That one killed 80,000 people all over the world. Now, such strains that are potentially deadly, according to Dr. Donald Brock, Professor of International Health and Epidemiology at the John Hopkins Blueberg School of Public Health in Baltimore, Maryland, USA. If those kind turn to human to human strains, it could be very catastrophic. He also wrote that only rarely does a new virus becomes sufficiently human adapted that it can spread from person to person. But some viruses have developed evolutionary tricks that make them exceptions to this rule. And influential viruses are especially adept at swapping genes between viruses and adapting into a form that can spread among human beings. That is highly significant. As all well known major global influenza pandemics imagine this way when a bird or an animal virus swapped genes with a human virus to create a new virus capable of spreading from person to person. So 
the professor's conclusion in that January 2004 Bloomberg interview was that infected flocks should be called. Human contact with infected birds should be reduced. And then human influenza vaccines should be administered to those who have frequent contact with birds so that the work can minimize the opportunity for gene swapping. All these are sound strategies to prevent the emergence of a human adapted strain that could spread rapidly around the world. Nevertheless, and unfortunately, in spite of the fact that the world was prepared for eventuality of another deadly world plague, despite having existing strategies such as mentioned above being implemented worldwide, COVID-19 happened in 2020. So, the only possible explanation for a worldwide plague in this era of urban hygienic living condition is that radiation fallouts have increasingly compromised the natural human immune system of mankind, making us to be susceptible to plagues. Coincidentally, too, about six months before Wuhan breakout of COVID-19 in China, the 5G technology was alleged to have been rolled out in that place. So both of these plagues have been far more deadly than the food that was transferred to man from animals. Some virologists now believe that the radiation from increased electrification of the universe is the main culprit for the woman breakout. The same pattern is said to have repeated in other areas of the world, especially in the Western world, where the 5G technology has been installed and is being systematically activated from Spain, Italy, France, United Kingdom, Germany, etc. So some history watchers, they contend that this coronavirus is the second largest cover-up in history, coming directly from technology due to its deadly impact that passed on human beings. To complicate matters, most people in the developed world, they feast on processed food, and basically they snack on bad carbs, which unleash sugar into the body system. This consequently renders vast population of people to become obese and diabetic so that plagues like this quickly prey on those weakened immune system to kill on a wider scale than ever before. Africa has largely escaped most of the waves of this ongoing virus because most families still eat organic food and the population is largely religious. They have prayer as insurers running and government welfare policies. And our overall telecommunication capacity as at 2020 has not yet reached the level for full installation of 5G technology, no matter what the commission companies in Africa are telling us. Most African mobile networks are still serviced with 3G, while those who claim that they have 4G capacity have not yet exhausted its frequency spectrum. Hence, Africa is still years away from full 5G installation capacity. 
Although 4G mobile network can operate on a 5G frequency, the 4G network has to first exhaust a certain level of spectrum before installing 5G. So, very few third world countries will actually be able to be FG compliant, 5G compliant rather, in the nearest future. The result will be that some countries will only install 5G in certain necessary facilities, maybe national hospitals, military zones, or central financial institutions and international airports, rather than operate it at full public capacity. Between 1940 and the 70s, OG network or mobile radiation telephone, which ran on analog, was rolled out. It was heavy to carry. It needed a sweet box to carry. Hence, the need for a sweet box operator to connect the calls. It was upgraded to 1G or radio technology that was miniaturized to fit into a single device with producing wires in 19 protruding wire rather in 1981 but because it was still analog and could only move at about 20 kilobits per second it was very slow in transmission and could only do voice message this was in turn upgraded to 2g in the 1990s this one was affordable just open to the public and it marked the beginning of the ongoing mobile phone revolution that we're experiencing today because it introduced digital system which not only allowed messaging and pictures but also transmitted at about 64 kilobits per second and could peak at about 140 kilobits this 2g was meant to last until 2001 when 3g was rolled out it was the first quality broadband which was a great improvement on 2G because it not only permits data but also voice as well as it connects to the internet. It operates from about 144 kilobits per second to 2 megabits per second and could peak at 10 megabits per second. So it was very fast, faster indeed than 2G. In 2011, 4G, the current generation of broadband mobile telephone network was rolled out. It was meant to bring faster speed up to about 100 megabits per second, utilizing all the tall communication masts that has recently become part of the environmental scenery throughout the world today. Just one of those tall masts can serve a large area. So radiation from the mast does not have much effect on human beings. But while the radiation from these masks do not hamper human health, the radiation from the phone itself, when in proximity to the body, affects the body. Because of the radiation that cell phones emit into the air, mobile telephone manufacturers were compelled to introduce earpieces as mandatory accessory to every 4G compliant cell phone. Also, I want you to note that in the menu of every cell phone, under the legal section, mobile phone manufacturers have declared a series of disclaimers which exonerates the manufacturer from any radiation effect that the cell phone may have on the user therefore you cannot press damages claims against them 
it is for the same purpose that tobacco company boldly writes such disclaimers on their products as the Surgeon General warns that uh, smoking is dangerous to your health. But they still spend enormous amount of money to attract buyers and consumers. That's the irony of it all. So, because we live in a world where everyone craves to be, you know, of significance, everybody wants to have status, everybody wants to be known. Cell phone gives a feeling of self-achievement to the individual. And we have become used to communicating with others at the touch of a screen. No one really wants to forgo mobile technology. Therefore, it has become something that we are willing to use in spite of the risk that it brings us. And those cell phones were supposed to be supplementary to landlines and were not manufactured with the intent of becoming the major human telecommunication outlet for the common man. It has now become the major thing for communication today. Therefore, the world has been trying to regulate its use in order to cause the most minimum of damages. Example, few in developing countries actually realize that there is a law in effect which births babies from 10 years and underneath from using the cell phone. They are not even permitted by law to play with it when it is switched on because of the damage that it can cause them. But nowadays, it's common to see rich and upcoming middle-class folks worldwide gifting their children under 10 children cell phones as a status statement. Note also that mobile communication experts warn that phones should not be kept in pants pockets. This is especially detrimental to males because studies have linked low sperm count and impotency to cell phone radiations. Women, whether you are pregnant or not, are also cancer to keep cell phones off their brazier and tummy area, for it has been known to trigger cancerous growth. According to a report on uh, a radiation emitting product cell phone online report talking about its hazard, it reported that people who talk on the phone for several hours a day are 50% more likely to develop brain cancer. Did you hear that? If you talk on the phone for several hours a day, continuously, 50% of them are likely to develop brain cancer. Recent studies also report two types of brain cancer that may occur from this glioma and acoustic neuroma. So just imagine the great damage that 5G can cause to mankind. Because it is an improvement of 4G, not only in speed, but also in the energy consumption. So that the current battery problem associated with 4G usage is eliminated in 5G since it operates 10 times faster than the 4G. Environmental research on 5G and Wi-Fi 
internet usage have severally concluded that apart from increasing the risk of cancer infection, they can affect the nervous system, causing shortness of temper, sleep disorder, blood pressure disorder. They can also destroy microRNA in the brain. They induce abnormal postnatal development. They disrupt development of the teeth. They bring cardiac changes. They cause attention deficiency. They stimulate the cells that makes people to grow fat. They cause headache and sometimes depression in teenagers. Yet 4G deployment world that was deliberately faced to prepare the way for 5G. The first 4G to be deployed was long-term evolution or LTE, which increases the capacity and speed using a different radio interface together with core network improvements, allowing you to really fast download your favorite music, websites, and videos. It was followed around the year 2010 by LTE Advance, which was meant to last for 10 years. This one supports deployment of small cells and MIMO system, a wireless technology that increases the data capacity of RF radio by using multiple transmitting and receiving antennas, which solves the two of the toughest problems facing any wireless technology today and that is speed and range. After this came Light 4G Advanced Pro, rolled that in 2015 to 16, which according to Wikipedia, supports data rates in excess of three gigabytes using 32 carrier aggregation and allow sharing of license and unlicensed spectrum. Additionally, it incorporates several new technologies associated with 5G, such as 256 cs QAM, Massive Memo, Light Unlicensed, Light Lot, so that there will, that will allow evolution to a, of existing networks into supporting LG standard. Although 4G is expected to peak in 2024, mobile networks have surpassed the technology to support it. Consequently, the more devices that come online today, the slower the connection gets. Therefore, 5G, net 5G networks are to be rolled out in 2020. Now, 5G is a physical connection method of radio-based communication. It doesn't use broadbands at the previous ones, but it used millimeter waves that will make it possible to use self-driving cars, automated machine, robots, and everything that intelligent, artificial intelligence is meant to facilitate, which includes human-compatible prosthetic engineering, which are now powered by limited lifespan batteries. 5G will use more cell transmitter of 100 feet for higher frequency because the higher the frequency, 
second delay you get an information and it is 1000 times faster internet connectivity we permit medical surgeries over distance that you will be able to tell the difference even between a hologram and a real interaction these technologies will make the world much more compatible for a one world government to use because inherent in their usage are also inbuilt monitoring systems capable of detailed spying of the user's location, the user's banking activities, circles of friends, choice of goods, lifestyle preferences, health information, etc. The military wave opens internet spectrum from 6 kilobytes to 300 gigahertz with long battery life. We can support 1 million devices without each. Now, unlike 4G, which has tall communication masts that could be spread over a distance, this 5G has shorter mast that will be in 20 hundred meters proximity with each other so as to facilitate unbridled internet access. In other words, if you have a light compound of about 450 meters you'll be obliged to have two 5g towers within your premises you cannot imagine the sheer amount of radiation that this will unleash into the atmosphere for example during one of the pre-installation tests that was carried out on the farmland all the bees in the area started to die because the bees have inbuilt telepathic sensitivity some might argue that the death of bees cannot be a justifiable reason to suspend 5G installation. My response is, will be that if bees were to die out or to become extinct on Earth, it becomes a human tragedy because bees are primary pollinating agents for much of the crops that we consume today. If Radiation from 5G kills bees. Imagine what it can do with other insects that pollinate our crops and ensures that we have food and crops to feed ourselves. It means that we're living in community. We believe in communities which are not be seeing much green vegetations because insects will practically disappear from the range and this can trigger off farming. In another test, the moment they turn on 5G in a forest area, all the animals in that vicinity scamper the way. Now, if animals have enough sense to run away from 5G mast, I mean the same animals that usually plays underneath and around 4G mast and it doesn't affect them but now senses something dangerous from 5G mast that makes them to scurry away the human beings really have to be wiser this is why we caution that the world tread with prudence in adopting worldwide public 
installation of 5G technology, in spite of the aforementioned immense general benefits, its radiation drastically affects the human immune system. And almost all the plagues that have been visited on the world since 1918 preyed heavily on our weakened immune system. Hence, the medical council has generally been uh, take, we should be very careful and make sure that we take stuffs or things that we have to boost our immune system. Stuff such as vitamin B6, vitamin C, vitamin E, and zinc. That is why some virologists and nutrition, as well as communication technology experts, have concluded that 5G is a causative agent of this corona plague. And since it compromises the human immune system. But of course, government and pharmaceutical companies around the world have denied this claim and they will continue to dispute dismissing such things as conspiracy theories. While some conservative Christians are also reading meanings into this push for worldwide FD technology as a conspiracy by the elites of this world to introduce the provider one world government. This is also when 5G cell towers or masts are deliberately designed as lamp stands, flagpoles, chandelier, monopalm, monopine, monocypress, monoems, monocactus across United American streets. And some of them are eating on lamps, water towers, church steps, arts installations across the developed world. <clears throat> Amen? Now, the question is this. If the technology is safe and authentic, why camouflage its installation around the world? This is a legitimate question by any thinking person who believe that with 5G Wi-Fi technology, human being has become an experimental guinea pig. Also understand that the human skin is a subtle receiver. Our sweat glands are like antennas that can receive 5G signals. Hence the fear in some religious circles that this vaccination can be used to control human beings in an, in an, in an antichrist setting rather. Now I recall again that uh, when mobile phones were introduced, they were meant to be used on the road rather than in the house. That is why it's called mobile. This is why over the time, that is why it's called mobile. And that's why most of the time, when you don't have signals within your house, you'll have to walk outside or climb to a higher elevation before you can get good signals because it was actually meant to be used for others, 
to communicate with the landline that is at all while you are on the road to some designated areas. This technology has the capacity and the ability to penetrate the building so that within your house, you can do your entire internet of things on either. This signal is called radio spectrum and it operates on a very high frequency. In fact, it is confirmed to be just below the classification of a weapon. It is 10 times much faster, powerful, effective, much more ex faster, powerful and effective than the 4G that's generally used today. So can, can you hear that? This 5G is 10 times much faster, much powerful, much more effective than the 4G generally in use today. And when it comes into contact with the human body, it causes cell poisoning. It weakens the natural immune system, which our maker had inbuilt in every human being to fight off diseases. This natural immune system works by immediately fighting off any foreign thing that entered into the body. So what we see in coronal plague patients is that the immune system reacts to the radiation from overtime exposure by kicking out foreign toxins in the body through sneezing and coughing and so on. This forms a chemical reaction which is generally called coronavirus. But listen to this. Each time your body ordinarily sneezes or you cough or you sweat, you know that these are actually the confirmation that your immune system is working well. Because the reaction is, is bringing out all those toxins that are eating in your body and which your body does not need. That's why people cover their mouth when they sneeze. Because they are ejecting toxins from the body and they can viral. So radiation from 5G towers affects body and causes it to be poisoned. When this occurs, the body begins its natural poison. Amen. We are going to stop there for now and we'll continue the next audio to discuss the further impact of technology on viruses and how it is affecting us in our world today. You can check out my book, The New World Order, in Biblical Expos on Technology, Viruses and the Church, for detailed information on these subjects. May the Lord bless you, uphold you, and increase your wisdom in the things of the Spirit, even as we study the Word of God together. In Jesus' name.